and welcome. I'm Michael Litcher Richards. Welcome to the second WPHCCCA1 grade podcast. It's great to have your company on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Overcast Podcasts, and Radio Podcast Networks. It's just under four days until the official club AGM kicks off, and we'll introduce the rest of our show and our guest co host shortly. Wherever you are, the details are the same. Message us on Instagram at WPHCCCA1. And you can find details of the program by going to www.anchor.fm forward slash WPHCCCA1. Well, episode two of our show. And today it's off-field antics from last season. And before we get into that and our special co-host for today... It's time to welcome the ever-critical Luke Gandis-Herzog. Gandis, welcome, and what a response from last week. Michael, good afternoon. Uh, pleasure to be joining you once again. As always, uh, you're right. Uh, I, don't, I don't think episode one could have received any more positive feedback than it did. I, I really do think it was um, extraordinarily well-received. Uh, we're off to a flyer, and I look forward to uh, to falling off a cliff in terms of... Uh, in terms of this week, and and we've got someone here to help us. Um, we, we've already cast the net out. Yes, um, and we were uh, inundated with uh, with private messages this week on on people trying we? to get on this show, and we've been very selective with our first guest, weren't we? And, yeah, we have that... been, but one that one that we wanted to get on early because mm. I think it really will set the tone for the pod. Yeah, um, he's he's a man who is well. Again, if, he's not, he... if he's not the head of the socials, he'd be he'd be. Pretty damn close. Mm. Again, I think there's only there's only I, I describe him in this way. He's, he's a name synonymous with with, with West Pennant Hills. I think mm. he's played in probably every single grade at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you mention this this name, it's it's often in the same breath as as club stalwarts Ross Anderson and, and Barry McDonald. Um, <laughs> and now he's a dog owner, he's and that father. man is Cameron McBrien. Cameron, welcome. Crang. Michael, Michael, thank you. Um, Gandis, thank you. But I would just like to ask something. You said the pod is ready to fall off a cliff and you've yeah. gone. So we've we've got Cam on yeah. to do that. So yeah. thank you for that little You're welcome. initial pump of the tyres. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, no, I, I think we came out the gate really strong. 500, 600 organics. Organic, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> organics. And from, from someone on the other end of the mic uh, last week, great pod, yep. guys. Really good stuff. Thanks. 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 Uh, Thanks. Yeah, happy for this to be a real (laughs) pumping of the tyres type podcast. But we do have a few things to talk about this afternoon. We did get Cam on for a reason. As I said, he is obviously Gav was the self-appointed head of the social committee. But but I think the the one the individual that was appointed by his his cohorts and and probably correctly appointed was Cam. He did. He really was the lifeblood of the the social side of our team. Mm. Um, Michael, I know, you know, field spearhead. Oh, mm. yeah, you were so spearhead with the slightly not so larger. Mm. Um, Michael, mm. we got Cam on for a reason. It, it yeah. is to to I guess really work through some of the highlights and lowlights of the uh, of the twenty twenty one season. Mm. Um, we'll get the ball rolling early. Mm. Well, just before you do that, Gandis, let me just pause you there. Um, Because I think, just with the guest, I think it's, um, 
it's it's important that we I think each week we introduce them and and the listeners get to know a little bit about them. Oh, yeah. uh, so we had some uh, we had some feedback on the open line at West Bend Hills. Ah, no, sorry, at WHCCCA one on Instagram is where you can mm. find us. And the feedback was, why don't we have more segments? And so <laughs> I have come up with a new one, which is called Quick Singles. A name oh, which I, my. I've created myself there. There. <laughs> so yeah. so Cam, the most fitting, aren't you? <laughs> so Cam. Cam yeah. uh, the idea of this segment is just to ask you some real rapid fire questions. And then the Easy. first thing that comes to your mind, they're all cricket related. So, you know, you don't have to think too hard, but just the first thing that comes to your mind and that'll yeah. hope is hopefully give us a bit of an insight in, as to who you are and the cricketer that you are and, and wish to wish to become it in the future. Yeah, no doubt. All, all clear. All clear. Okay. Hit me with them. <laughs> Cam, your best bowling figures. Ever. Ever. Uh, six for 24. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, it's it's six for twenty-four. Okay, best batting, figure, best batting score. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Uh, most talented player you've played with. Uh, great question. Uh, Daniel Heidegger was pretty good. Rest in peace. Uh, but Alex Robertson, I think I'd have to follow your lead there. Diggles is a is a talent. Well said. And the most talented player you played against. Oh, good question. Full of I reckon. Mm. Bowls, bats, well at both. Yeah. If you had to describe yourself as a cricketer in one word, what would it be? Uh, trying. Just, <laughs> it's hard to watch, but sometimes it works. Mm. Uh, your favourite all-time cricketer? Uh, that's really tough, but I will say Matthew Hayden. Uh, advice for the younger listeners out there that are aspiring to be a fast bowler like yourself? Uh, don't listen to batsmen at <laughs> any stage of your career. Yeah, well said. And Cam, your final question. Yes, Michael. Would you rather a Pfeiffer or a 50? Uh, 50. Ooh, 50? Yeah. Mm. I've got, uh, if you check the stats, Michael, I think you'll find I've already got three Pfeiffers, so I'll trade in one for a 50, <laughs> which yeah. I have never acquired. Um, Eats me up a bit, but not for lack of trying, though. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank you, Dennis. It's always it's always tough to get much of an opportunity to hit, you know, a half century from number eleven. Wow, it's um, it's a conversation I've had with some people at the top, but they have insisted that that yeah. is the correct position for me. Um, well, look to to that end, Cam. You know, we we are we did get you on to talk about and and you know really dissect the off field things, but yeah, it would yeah. be remiss of us not to touch on your on field. Um, performances last sure. season. Well, you know, sure. I spoke. We, we we spoke about it a little bit in your absence last week. Um, very sort of, you know, a real positive season for you. I think you did very well and took plenty of wickets. Uh, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on your performances uh, last season. I think we bowled very well as a as a group, and bar one incident, I think we fielded very well as a group, um, which you <laughs> did touch on last week as well. Um, mm, yes. I don't think it made well. It carried, and I think we all know yeah. it carried. Seven, it seven minutes it took us to get a five foot against Barrera, um, <laughs> but that's okay. No, we. I think uh, you mentioned it last week. The bowling in partnerships was huge, and that was really what took all our wickets this year. It wasn't as good as Litcher is. He doesn't bowl 140 k's. It's just the pressure that we build, and then 
he gets some uh, decisions that I think come through <laughs> a bit of pressure in the appeal and pressure in the field that the umpires go, yeah. He is a good appealer. Yeah, we'll give that out. Um, of course, uh, VJ Kumar's first dismissal uh, when we that played them at that Parklands that hit him in the box, if I'm not mistaken, Michael. He's not a tall guy. Does he? Well, he's not that short. Michael does have a history of hitting that man in the box. <laughs> not in the box. <laughs> but yeah, just things like that, I think, which we will be able to build on into the future as it's not a sort of one out where it's stuffed kind of set up. So mm-hmm. on the field, Boldwell's a team. We don't need to talk about the batting again. So, yeah. Why would we? Um, <laughs> Cam, you know, you took, you know, we, we've seen you probably struggle in the last couple of years. You really took a, a shed load of wickets last season. What was the, I guess, the change for you that sort of brought upon <coughs> this, this, this golden streak of form? <laughs> well... I know what you're leaning towards here, Luke Gendis Herzog. <laughs> but the the Orange Grove boot camp was great in the second <laughs> half of the year, um, which I did I did sign up for around February. But it really, I think the Creature House, just the the ability to play anywhere, come to the Sporto, and then not be concerned about your welfare after that was truly special. Um, centrally located, really living in West Pennant Hills, mm. Cherrybrook for the first time in 20 years for me, really brought me back to my roots, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would credit it to the Orange Grove Brute Camp as well as the Creature House Camp. Okay. All right. That's, that's very fair. Cameron, thank you. Now, <laughs> I, I disagree. I, I think it was more to do with the Boot Camp than the Creature House having seen your form whilst at the Creature House compared to your form once, you know, several months into boot camp, I think it really is night and day. However, I mean, look, I won't argue with you. It's, uh, you know, I did ask your opinion. I will disagree with it, but uh, we will move on. Uh, the off-field stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, a real, you know, you were great on-field. Some would say you were even better off-field. We're going to touch on, we're going to touch on the... Um, you know, the, the broader, the, the squad's off-field antics. But I'd like to start with yours. And I'm, I'm dropping you in it here. I, I haven't prepared you for this at all. But could you give me a highlight for you personally, something you've done or something you really enjoyed? Uh, maybe your, your favourite off-field sort of moment um, last season. I, uh, for me, you have dropped me in it. And mm. that's, that's something. I think... Are you stumped? Maybe some trademark issues there. Um, I think favorite off-field incident would probably have been the limo night. So for those unaware, um, I think our socials were up at this point, but we we commissioned a a pink stretch Hummer, uh, full party set up. To take us from the Sporto, where we had been for a few hours, to then take us to Terry Hills, of all places, um, uh, thanks to Commissioner Worth, who'd organised all this. And we had Indian and then... Well, we went to Creature House afterwards. Yeah, Creature House. We did. We did. And, and that really was one of the great nights, I think. Mm. I still think uh, we should... 
There were rumours that someone needed an ambulance, but they were absolutely quashed immediately. Um, loudly, loudly and in the middle of the restaurant. Publicly announced that they did not need an thing ambulance. And I tend to agree with them. Mm. Yeah, they, they, I might just stop you there. The context of that was... <laughs> I asked, I asked a certain member of this podcast on the on the panel today if they were okay in front of a full restaurant of which children were present. He then replied, no, I don't need a effing ambulance. Uh, to the top of his vocal cords. Um, yeah. And that was sitting, about what? Sitting next, to, sitting next to Jamaican, the most respected man in the club, and the chief selector, Rick Turner. <laughs> I think it really gained that person a bit of respect from the, the hierarchy. Well, well, we had some kingfishers that night. Oh, out of the, the massive... Didn't we? Yeah. It was like... Tiki mugs. Yeah, Didn't we pay exactly. for that yet? Woo? Glitch? Uh, Woo? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I have, actually. I did transfer okay. money. That's actually funny you mentioned that, Gannis, because I was talking to Phil about that. I mean, he was laughing. For the listeners out there that aren't overly familiar with the side, Gannis is known as the ultimate cheapskate. It makes and no sense. It's one of the very funny things that night was Phil paid for everything. We said, yeah, send us your details. We'll transfer you. And Gander said to Phil, he made a big point of it of, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay, and never paid. I did pay, actually. I did pay. I did pay after the fact. <laughs> Some time after the fact. Like but I did. Four months later. Yeah, well, yeah. had a wedding to pay. Two weddings to pay for, guys. Very you know. funny. Do you guys remember the limo ride back to the creature house? Vaguely, very vaguely. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's oh, where you know what I do. Yeah, look, let's, was that where let's, there was some yeah. adult behaviour? Well, that's where Gab Taylor got his nickname Teddy, I think, wasn't it? No, that was in the Kenta's change rooms. Ah, oh. so that was the second day. time I'd seen him naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. does anyone remember why he ended up naked or decided ripped... he wanted to be naked? No, he took his shirt off, and then we, me and why? Phil, no me and someone that. else, just. Just went for it, I think, and mm. went the whole hog. But uh, yes, that would be my highlight of the of the off field stuff, despite mm. that last incident. Mm. <laughs> that was a real dampener that last bit. Mm, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think the worst part is you're, you're in an point. enclosed space as well. Like I was only maybe two or three down from the hit when he. Yeah, we were hiding down the end. Yeah, but but even so, like that, you know, that's a sight for sore eyes when the when the pants yeah. came off. Uh, I remember waking up the next day, and I think Gus had his Instagram story. Yep. And it was like a pan shot of the limo, and everyone, you know, normally, but normal behavior, everyone's got their clothes, whatever. And then there's just Gab. <laughs> yeah. It was a great night. Mm. It was. Rick, we should do it again. Shout out to Rick Turner as well, who came oh. that night and managed to bail up just about everybody yeah. at some point in the creature house and tell them that this was their year. Yeah. Yes, face to face, whilst God. crushing your hand with his signature handshake, mm. doing other things yeah. as well. Well done. Just amazing work from him. Mm. Yeah. 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 We'll, move, we'll move on. So, so, where do you want to head next, Cam? You, you, we've got the. Uh, I think that's a, a nice little highlight, and we'll get back to that. But initially, I've uh, some I've noted down during the season some of the ultimate faux pas that did occur um, mm. off the field that just we need to avoid happening again. 
And I'm going to start with, again, before the season even started. So highlight and my ultimate faux pas really does come before the season starts. Um, Gannis and Michael, if I could take you back to round one. Do you remember who we were playing and where? Goulston Glenory at Kenthurst. Incorrect. Um, that was our first game of the season. Oh, it was not round one. At, kissing, uh, kissing Point at right. Pennant Hills Park. But we didn't play. Correct. So we all went oh, there, if you, if you yeah. are not forgetting. We're all there. Yeah. Gannis actually, not the initial faux pas I thought of, but Gannis, you were lying on the, on the prepared strip. That, in fairness to Gannis, was very wet. Mm. Um, Look at how wet it was. <laughs> lying on the pitch as the umpire came and said, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and he said, okay, and stayed there lying on the pitch until the point the umpire had to ask Phil to... Get Gandis off the pitch because he that wouldn't listen like to the umpire. No, yeah. very respectful of authority. Are you sure That's that right. was me? So somehow that wasn't the worst part of that. Jamaican turned up that day in his kissing point shirt, if you <laughs> remember correctly. And I have that photo still on my phone, I believe. We'll put it Jamaican. up on Instagram. We'll put it Jama- up on Instagram because I do remember that. And I do remember... Taking his shirt off because he like just panic set in that he realised he comes straight from Jack's cave and he had his KP shirt on. The best part of it was he parked colours. over with their team, so all, he he's walked over from amongst their cars, <laughs> wearing his Kisso shirt, and has not put two and two together until there were a few pointed questions asked. Yeah, and textbook Jamaican. So that that was that was. One of the first, that probably was the first faux pas of the season. We were off to a fly. Yeah, and then, so secondary, secondly on the list here, Phil did it throughout the season, but there was one particular point where I remember vividly standing with you, Michael, at Kenters Park, mm. and uh, we had Peter Lees umpiring us that day, and mm. he was trying to take the photo of the team sheet to put on my cricket. And Phil was holding the team sheet on his arm like he was a waiter in a five-star restaurant, like strange, and was shaking it like from side to side so his phone couldn't focus. And then when Peter told Peter told Phil, stop shaking it, he goes, nah, it's not me, it's you, your hand shaking. I can see the phone shaking as you're trying to do it. Immediately getting Peter Lee's offside if he didn't hate us enough already. Um you know, I mean, if you think back to earlier last season, I think it was, Litcher, when Lachlan McBrien was the victim of a Peter Lee's oh, decision that he oh. did. God, I was down the other end for that one. Yeah. When, and didn't Elmac take it well. Yeah, yeah and was... Lachlan really took it well, didn't say anything to the umpire. No, very level-headed, I think, yeah. And then just whispered something quietly that somehow Peter Lee's managed to not hear. I'm not quite sure how. And... Did he not turn to you and say something then, Peter Lee's Litcher? Yeah, I think he said something like, "What did he say?" And I, I had to act dumb because I had heard what Elmac had said. It's not hard to you. <laughs> had I repeated it, well, it would have been going to tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was another good one. We are always, we are always very conscious of making sure that we don't, um, you know, talk negatively about the other teams or umpires on this podcast. But I do feel a lot of the off-field semantics and. Um, you know, stories that, that, that are coming out do have that sort of, some sort of grounding in that. Um, now, whether that's 
as we say, Phil had a very, very good relationship with the umpires, uh, mostly because they yeah. thought he was just taking the piss the entire time. Barring, barring Jeff, of course. <laughs> well, we we won't we won't delve into that too much. <laughs> but yes, look, I, I think the the <clears throat> Phil Phil and his umpiring, um, you know relationships with the umpires was, was a real strong point of us. Um, and I think it's probably the reason why we had so many or so few, I should say, um, you know, poor decisions and things like that. Feel really yeah, good well, the I mean, I think, I think, as I mentioned earlier, there was one night at the Sporto after Litcher had taken a Fifer and three of them were not great decisions that fell in our favour. And I went through with Creeds and we went through all the wickets Litcher had taken. This was before Christmas and he had seven or eight that were just not out, that were given mm. out. Mm. That I think comes down to Phil talking to, to the umpires more than you do, Gandis. What do I have to say about Gandis? Generally. <laughs> Everything balances out. I've had some shockers over my career batting-wise, and now it's just me levelling the uh, ledger. Um, that one with Vijay Kumar, that was, that was out. That would have... On review, he's pretty short. short. Like, do you remember the one? Short. Do you remember the one before that? That over two overs before that? Mm, was it that redheaded guy I got out? And no, it was the other tail ender that hit him on the top of his thigh, and he inside edged it into his leg. <laughs> I think I, I don't remember that one. The one I remember, I don't know if it was last season or the season before. I got Pagano out caught behind. Oh, that was the season oh, before. Yeah, gee, oh, he was angry. He. That was at Kentus, and when I went to find leg, oh. it's where the where the balcony is, and he was over the over the railing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how many poor decisions you think you've had with the bat, Michael. There is <laughs> yeah, no way it's, it's a lot. 13. <laughs> I'm taking court in the gully as a poor decision. Poor decision. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, Kev, yeah. we'll move on. What else have you got for us? Uh, one other through the season. last one I have here is again Jamaican. Um, I can't remember. Was his name Daggles, the oh. story groundsman? Yeah, mm. yeah, he's like a. Barara he's a funny, guy, funny, funny dude. ARL guy, I think. And oh, he, yeah, right. thank you. So obviously, ARL and Jamaican do not see eye to eye. But mm. I think the story goes: he asked us if Daggles asked Jamaican if we'd covered the ground, and Jamaican said, "No, it was too wet." But oh, Daniels had asked us the association that asked us if we'd covered the ground. We said no, it was too wet. We didn't cover it when we got there. We checked it was too wet. But what had actually happened was that we couldn't get there, and so Daggles covered it. And then Jamaican had just lied to the association, who then told should, Daggles that it was too wet. So then, should we be admitting to this? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I think I did take points off us last what's year. The, <laughs> what's the statute of limitations on this? Sort of thing? <laughs> well, I think, and then the next day, Douglas showed up and just gave Jamaican an absolute spray. Yeah. Um, which was the morning litcher. We went early to do covers, and we're at the um, cafe, and Preeds ordered two breakfasts. <laughs> And then it started raining as Creed's second <laughs> breakfast hit the table and we all just left him at the cafe to go and put the covers on. <laughs> oh, Horse space. Nice. Horse space, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that, was, that was a real big 
big faux pas for me anyway. I'm not sure if you I guys think have I, any. I, I have a real fear now that they're going to be auditing us on covers every week. <laughs> oh, you think, you think Jeff has <laughs> listening forth. to this podcast? Oh, I don't know. G'day, Jeff. Uh, I'll tell you what, I know one person that's listening, and it was one that we uh, – I'm sorry to sidetrack things, but mm. I do need to get this in. I know one person that will be listening, and that is Club Stalwart Head of Admin, Ross Anderson. Mm. Um, is he head of admin? I think he's got a more official title than that. You mean club life, secretary? Life member, club. Yeah, well, is that not head of admin? I don't know. Ross, if, much when, more when than you hear that. this, Ross, let us know your, your actual role. Uh, we know that you do a, a heap for the club. Um, we did get in contact with you, uh, you know, officially seeking um, some sort of, uh, you know, recognition or, or uh, not sponsorship, but, but some sort of, oh, Michael, what's the word? Um, Visibility. The official sort of sanctioning is the West Pennant Hills. I think the word A-grade. you're looking for, Gannis, and this harps back to your cheapskate nature, is free advertising. Mm. No, 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 no. I did offer the, uh, I did offer the in my email to Ross, and I did email Ross late one evening after very late, a couple of drinks. Um, <laughs> I did say, look, Ross, we're more than happy to. You know, and this comes back to the sponsorship deal, as Cam was alluding to. More than happy to give the club sponsors a shout out if you if you're willing to sort of uh, you know condone us and and officially um, you know designate us the the A grade uh, West Pennant Hills podcast. And and good news on that front, he has come back to us and he said yes, fully support this. Really looking forward to it. Um, well, and, I'm sure uh, you're across all the club sponsors now, then, Gavis. Well, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> to that end, the very and all the club teams, yes. club teams, I think, club players, Michael. No, I don't keep up <laughs> with the, the context. Grades. The context with this, just so for all the listeners, is I got a message from Gannis very late on one, yeah. one evening, and he said yeah, he right. had the link to the podcast because Keith Herzog, his father and friend of the podcast, wanted to listen. Close friend. Close friend. Wanted to listen. And I said, of course. And I immediately, like almost within seconds, went back and said, here's the link. As someone that was also in that conversation, it did seem like, Michael, you had that link saved already. Well, that you'd been sending yeah. it off across the world. Yeah, yes. It has been spread far and listen wide. To and that this, is why listen we had 500 this. organic listeners throughout <laughs> the week. Yeah, and I felt really... I felt it was a real kick in the guts when I got an email about four minutes later saying, "Here is the link, Ross, to, to the podcast." I thought, <laughs> I, I, thought it, I thought it was a very well worded email, especially after a month and a half of, of red wine watching the Tour de France. I thought it was a really solid piece of administration, and I'm sure Ross respected that, and that's why he's come back and officially, mm. you know, got behind us, got behind the pod, and uh, you know, I'm really Desk looking forward assistant. to this. Thank you. Really looking forward to uh, to what this partnership's going to bring. And to that end, I, I'm happy to, to give our first shout-out. And it's a place that we've – well, it's a second home to us. One we can't get to at the moment. But mm. that is the West Pennant Hill Sporting Establishment. Absolutely. Sporting mm. House. Uh, the site of some of the great highlights of my life. Um, mm. Certainly of yours, Michael, I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look we're, look, we're getting off track. Let's uh, <laughs> yes. get back, not, back on not, course. All right, we'll keep going. Because I had a few from the off-field. I think one of them was our taste in music this year, I think, went to New Heights. Yes. Because um, mm. I don't know if many are aware that uh, we did have a, prior to the limo, we had a a um, uh, like a mini catch-up at, at Wu's house, of which um, Wu put on a CD, and it was like 1970s soul music. Um, 
yeah. there was one track on there that really resonated with the attendees that, that went to that party. And it was one of James Brown's classics. I think um, we all know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> which uh, we tried to do all the way through the season was to get on up. Mm. We are the sex machine. That's uh, right. You've got them right. What do you think? And I'll throw this question to both of you. What do you think the other teams thought of when <laughs> um, Ass's speaker started blasting that song every single break, warm up, end of the game? Um, it really became synonymous with with us as a team. What, what yeah. do you think? How do you, how do you think that resonated? Well, certainly the first thought would have been, I can't believe we're about to lose to these idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess from our front, you know, and it was a it was a line that Phil really enjoyed. Um, pandering around to to both our team and to the other teams is imagine losing to us. Mm. Um, you know, it was a really set the scene that set the the mood of the of the team, and always, you know, we were always happy to get on up. There were there were two points in the season that I really thought our music listening was exceptionally funny. Yeah. Um, one versing Hornsby in that first game where. Hornsby are quite a well-drilled side. They get there an hour and a half before. They've got you know, everything. They've got full uniforms, like training kits. They do throwdowns. Everyone has a throwdown. They do some fielding. They do some high catching, some throwing. Mm. We turn up with our team shirts and assorted shorts and very few of us in shoes. I know Tiz and I <laughs> rarely wear shoes. We go and stand at the pitch for, oh, I don't know, 40 minutes. We then wait for Phil to do the toss where he loses and then we do what we don't want to do and we we blast the music. And so the first was against Hornsby where we were blasting the music and then we came out and our batting was terrible. We crumbled and we were like five for 50 or whatever, Mm. which is when Billy and Phil put on that hundred and something run partnership. And it was kind of like they're kind of thinking these guys are terrible. They don't even practice, they don't even anything. And then we came out, rolled them the next day, and it was game over. Mm. And the other one, and my more favoured, was in the semi final when we were three for none, five for 17, seven for 27, all out for 54 or whatever we were all out for. We went into the change room and played, rather than our usual music, we found just a sad playlist on Spotify mm. and played it as loud as we could. And I remember Gittens walking past and looking into our change room just like, what the hell is happening in there? As we're all singing <laughs> along to these sad songs. Mm. Um, rather than really being upset at the fact that we've effectively just lost the semi-final. What, what did Uncle Glenn say to that? He looked. He just shook his head like he'd seen a four-headed donkey or something. Yeah, like yeah, he was no, just he, very confused. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get <laughs> us at all. Uncle it's come Glenn. up a few times at family functions. Um, did you say anything to him at the wedding? Me? No, either of you. No, I, I spoke to him, but okay. I didn't say, hey, do you like our music? <laughs> you should have. Trying um, to avoid that. That's true. Yeah. No. Look. He. 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 Like many of our uh, competitors, probably just don't get us. We're just a bit odd. That's okay. We have fun. Mm. That's why we yeah, play the game. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There are only two teams we didn't beat this year. Mm. 
So I assume one of those is kissing point because we didn't play them. Correct. Yeah. Or out of the other one. Don't worry about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I had a few more, Gannison, if you want me to... Uh, yeah, please. Press please. On ...before we throw to you. Um, one of the nicknames I loved this year was the um, development of Ass Man. <laughs> and at WPHCCCA1 on Instagram posted a uh, story this week which had Ass Man hitting a boundary oh. and us <laughs> on the balcony at, at Kentist holding the ass for... Multiple seconds. Um, and and Kentest really is the best place for it, too. Yeah. Because you're yeah. sitting up there. Great deal. It echoes out of that balcony that you're sitting on going, eh. <laughs> Just really, out across the landscape. No matter what he did through the year towards the end, like it became such a, a repetitive thing that every boundary, every single, um, every subcontinental sweep across the, across the line of the ball against a fast bowler. Opening uh, bowler, yeah. Yeah, it was hot on the heels, was an ass man. Um, and that was probably my favourite nickname through the through the year. I think that and the development and, and the real um, cementing of, of yours, Krang, um, mm. which again then had a, a multiple A sound through it, like Krang. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even got so into my own nickname that I'm known to yell it out whilst mm. just... Walking back to my mark. A lot yeah. of the, a lot of that sort of long A in the middle of those names, I really think, comes down <laughs> yes. to the fact that we have, you know, we're in the field. I'll, I'll, look, I'll say this: sometimes you get bored, and you're really trying to fill in the the time. And what better way than to draw out a someone's nickname mm. for twenty to thirty seconds when otherwise you'd be be standing there scratching yourself. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have another uh, mm. highlight here, Michael. Mm. That I, th- I think you might enjoy. Uh, I was looking through some of the scorecards and whatnot throughout the year and mm. something that it is an off-field thing but really largely we, we should thank this man for coming every week and being our scorer, Alex Robertson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> check the stats. He scored every single Doesn't game play. this year. Yeah. And yeah. thanks to Fig for that. That's just a little thing I wanted to yeah, no, well, chuck in there. It was good to have him there. Yeah. Yeah, we need him. We need him as a regular fill in. I know he's a doctor or something now, but uh... anesthetist. Mm. Oh, Dr. Fig should get him in touch yeah. with that uh, too. One that in... you all know, uh, Krang, as well. Just, just um, uh, one that I think we, we can't look over is that. We were undefeated at the time, and it was before Christmas, and it was raining during the week, and we were meant to play at Parklands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went up there, some of us, two of the three of us on this podcast volunteered yeah. to well, the, the covers. Gannis never did covers, so that we I know it's not him. do Fridays, okay? Anyway, carry on. Job. And we went up there to, to you know, super soak the ground, and it was myself, you, Elmac, Effie, Coach, mm-hmm. uh, Preeds, and we worked really, really hard for about an hour, hour and a half, and then it just absolutely bucketed down. Mm. Um, and we had to take refuge in like the little, you know, groundsman's hut. Yeah. Mm. And then it was a freak shower for you know ten minutes, and then we came out and we started doing it again. And that's when Captain Wu rocked up. <laughs> oh, and, he's, and that was after he'd gone out the night before, because mm. I remember Jed had just started at content, and they'd gone out the night before with some client to the casino and they didn't get home until 9am the next day. Mm. And yeah. remember we called Phil and he was too hungover to come. Mm. 
and well, he, he just hung up, up on us. Yeah. He rocked up and he parked and he instead of coming down to help us, he was just in the car park just singing at the top of his voice. Um, then he came down for a little bit, you know, like Wu does. He doesn't get his hands dirty. Yeah, he didn't touch a thing. Delegate. Yeah. He delegates. Stayed on the ground for about 15 minutes and then left. And when he, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, Crane, but when he left, he got into the Mercedes <laughs> and he's driving out. You know, everyone knows Parkland's. It's got that big sort of runway exit. Mm. And as he's, as he's driving out, he decides to start doing these burnouts with mm. his Mercedes, his, his very expensive Mercedes. Just started doing burnouts in the car park. Round, Through the mud, round. donuts around the tree. Yeah, uh, round like, but yeah. Gannis, this was like for five to ten minutes, round like in circles <laughs> with Mercedes, and then when he worked out that we had had enough, and you know we weren't laughing anymore, he he then floored it <laughs> out of the car park. <laughs> yeah, I remember that very vividly, and that was the same day, Leach. We did all that work, and the pitch was good, and we just put the covers down, and then it came through that games had been called off for COVID. That was oh, that day. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that was right. that was one of the more heartbreaking moments of the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Effie was about to kill someone. Yeah, <laughs> I have one more before we mm. throw it again. again. Mm. It's the um, and look, I don't want to, I don't want to go back in the past because I know this person has has retired, um, <laughs> but oh, no. the sprinting to the change rooms when Gav Taylor was dismissed um, for a low score. <laughs> To try and bucket down the equipment and kits, and in my case, a box. Um, <laughs> he had a reputation of walking into the change room and just unleashing on either a helmet and equipment, his mm. box, his kit. Mm. Um, we'll put it up on the socials this week. There was that time mm. that Reed. Reed's we, we sent him in as he was panicking, yeah. I remember. Yeah, like it was just as the socials had sort of started as well, and we're like, "Preach, you got into the car, do it." Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the highlight of a lot of my Saturdays. Was the the two minute period from Gav getting dismissed to him making it back to the change room, the frantic. Someone get the phone! Someone get the phone! Instagram! Come on! Come on! Who's going in? Who's going in? You, just so we can capture that magnificent spectacle. And you and you, Gannis. Sorry, can't so, go. Do you remember the day of Gav's dismissal when we were playing Kenthurst the second time, not when he scored a hundred, and that Did giant that giant left arm spinner came on? Mm. We, were, we were at Kenthurst playing Kenthurst, and we started gambling on how he'd get out. As soon as that guy came on, we started. I said, I think I said, I bet you he gets out this over. And then we all said, Yeah, he will. And so then we had to gamble on the specific mode of dismissal. And so we're going like he's going to sky one to him or he's going to flush one to him. And then Billy Gaunt goes, Billy Gaunt goes, oh, can I have money on him not getting out? And we all laughed at him. <laughs> and then on like the fifth ball, Gav just missed a got straight bowled. one and got yeah, clean yeah, bowled. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and should... again, again that day it was gloves. He hit his gloves with his bat and then hit the door of the – we could hear it all yeah. through. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Because I and I know you liked it. You, you mentioned about how you liked it, Candice. But what I liked as mm. well is when Gab would be walking off to the change yeah. rooms, there'd be yeah. some smart-ass, sarcastic comment that you would throw in, yep. just to really tip him over the edge. <laughs> what about it, Gab? <laughs> it doesn't sound like me. I, I, oh. <laughs> I I would never stick the boot into a colleague or a, mm. a, a, a 
teammate when they're down like that. Mm. Of course not. No, my, no. my, you, Michael, and Gandis comes. Uh, I touched on it earlier with our warm up of, of no shoes and standing there doing nothing. But this, oh. our warm up for the second half of the year, really yes. did come from when this we were playing ARL yep. in the pouring yep. rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we stood out in the pouring rain hitting tennis balls with a tennis wow. racket, playing yeah. classic catches for about two hours, yeah. which then progressed into our only warm-up. That it became did. our official warm-up for the remainder of the season. Yeah. And my good, weren't, we, right. weren't we good in the field from then on? We actually, just, I think we did catch yeah. pretty well, I would have said. Yeah. And that day in the rain where it was absolutely pouring and slippery, that yeah. was... Yeah, that was well, unbelievable. Yeah, no one, no one actually cared about cricket because it was one of those no. days where we knew it was not going to happen. The pitch was covered. It was going to mm. take four hours to dry out. It was just going to rain all afternoon. But let's hang around because the umpires don't get paid. And yeah, that's right. So mm. we just, yeah, that that was that was probably one of the highlights of the season for me. That game. Um, we got and, and look, I looked for the umpires that game, didn't we? That was the Gav. Like... You know, you didn't shake his hand. Yeah, that's right. That was you. The umpire? That was yeah. you. No, no, no. Because he made no, a, no. a questionable decision and you didn't shake his hand and then that you and Gav had a Questionable decision together. for me? It was at the end of the game, I remember. Yeah, it was questionable for you and you were real cranky. I wasn't playing. I was injured. That was my, I don't know, I've done something. I always do one thing at least. Yeah. But that was that I know game. you won't believe me, but I actually don't remember what you're talking about. No, there was yeah. I think... it, was a, it was like an LBW that wasn't given out or something that oh, everyone was pretty yeah. in agreement that he it was kicked one off middle. Like it was, yeah, and that would was... have won us the game, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was literally he he kicked one. It was full and straight hitting. He kicked it out of the way. Uh, clearly, <laughs> it was going under the stumps and can't be given in that situation. So it and wasn't. No, no, I was I was, I was very upset. I was outside and he like, it almost looked like he was about to storm the, the change room to go and get I was very spray. upset. But then once I'd cooled down, I genuinely, yeah, didn't, he did. re- I genuinely didn't realize I hadn't shook his hand. Like, I think he thought well, I was avoiding him because I was pissed off at him. But well, no, no, I'm a good, I'm a very fair sportsman. <laughs> this doesn't sound like something I'd do. You know me well. Um, Gannis, anything from you? Look, that, that, that catching game was going to be my last point. I, I just think that, that really did embody our, our, our approach to cricket last season. And it's one that I hope we continue because it, it just showed, you know, we're here to have fun. You know, cricket's great. We want to win. Absolutely, we want to win. We're the, we're the best team in the comp, just to ask us. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're here to have fun. And if we have to stand out in the rain and play catching games while the other team watches us jealously, then we will do that and mm. we will enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Well said. Can we speak about this last week? And I'm interested to hear your thoughts just on yeah. uh, as we look ahead to this season. Who are you most excited about? In if you have a look at our squad, mm. who are the maybe two players that you're keen to see uh, improve or shine? Uh, improve, improve, shine. Um, really come into their own. Number one, Jackson Stephen Peretti would be yeah. absolutely up there on the list for me. Oh, um, I was listening those, last week. Those who know myself and Breeze, we are rather close, and I. Mm do believe that he is a supremely talented player that just has absolute moments of switching off. Mentally weak, I think. <laughs> Especially batting. Um, bowling, 
bowling, it's just an issue that Gander's had of not having enough overs in, under yep. his legs. Um, I think that's that's all Preeds' problem is, yeah, which let's is bring hard when Litcher bowls for 30 overs a session. Mm. But his batting, I think Preeds will be a huge number seven, eight, six sort of for us. That all, I don't know what he's doing Michael? this year. I don't know if, we, if we're giving away plans here, but I know when we when we spoke to Phil in the leadership meeting that we had, Michael, last weekend, he did mention, I think... Why were you there? I'm part of the leadership group this year, Cam. Surprise. <laughs> sure. Let me just correct that. It was not a leadership meeting. Which <laughs> is a conversation between friends. Um, no, I think, that, I think they... We'll get you on the next one. ...was that we need to get more out of Preeds with his batting because he is a very talented batsman. Exceptionally um, talented. Who I think probably has, to your point, Cam, probably has underperformed to what he what his own expectations would be. Mm, yeah. um, and I made the point last week and I'll make it again now that if Preeds gets a gets a start, if he gets a fifty or a sixty in one of the earlier games, I think Game he'll have over. A, yeah, yeah exactly. I think he'll have a yeah. good season. Um, that's when we need to draw we need to draw like a, a, a like what you know, we got Gab did where he he, he got a hundred against the probably a, a lower yeah, quality of opposition, yeah. and then he was, you know, he was high in confidence. It didn't amount to anything, but that's what no. we need. Preeds, yeah, exactly. Preeds is a very uh, confidence player. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah, he is. Which he is, is I think, I think to the, that point, which is why I think he plays so well against Barrera because they all love him. They all call him Stoinis. Mm. But every time we play Barrera, <laughs> Preeds stands up like he's so good against Barrera. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, uh, he was just... a batsman in the cartel, which I. Which I love. Yeah, left yeah. left hand bat right in fast. That's yeah. that's that's important. Yeah, he would be my pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's time, Cam, that we um, we head oh, to, no. the, to the ever popular go. the ever popular segment. I've already started, uh, which is the stumper. And Ooh. listeners from last week will know that uh, Gandis last week on the stumper zero from three. So I I got three from for me. three from three listening to the. The Gander Stumper, just so you know. I knew okay. more about Gander's life than he did. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it, mate. I mean, I can't keep track of it all. Well, I did make the point that if you, uh, future guests were going to come on, that they have to study their form. Mm. Have you studied your form? Not, not really, no. I have not yeah. studied my form. Okay, well, I'm not, early. Gonna, I'm not going to go back and I do these randomly. So I just pick a game at, at random and, and yours, Cam, is actually yeah, right. fairly recent. Okay. Um, so... What I'm going to do is I'm going to take you back to the 2019-2020 season. What grade are you playing? A1s. A1s, correct. That wasn't a question. I just wanted to see uh, see how, you, <laughs> how your memory was. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to uh, Saturday the 2nd of November and Saturday the 9th of November, a two-day game mm-hmm. against Kenthurst Upper Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, any Does your memory jog to that particular game? Yeah, I um, was in the team as a batsman because mm-hmm. I had rebroken my ribs bowling against Barrera. Okay. Uh, broke my ribs on the first ball of the first game of the season. Okay. Rusty get in and a lot. that was the like third game or something and I was in as a batsman and I wasn't meant to bowl. Mm-hmm. And I did end up bowling because you up bowling. The, we were getting spanked around a bit and then you and I bowled in partnership Mm. Uh, me coming in, if you remember, Michael, off about five steps. Yeah, I do remember that, actually. I do remember. I, I don't remember the ribs, but I remember the, that you were injured in some in some mm. capacity. Broken ribs. Um, so, uh, Kentis were bowled out. They batted first. They won the toss and 
Uh, sorry, we, gee, this is unlike us. We won the toss <laughs> and sent them in to bat. Can I just make a point before we move on? Can I just make a point? Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it's really annoyed me through my cricketing career, not just in recent times, but all the way through. Mm. I don't understand why people win the toss and bowl. Especially in the level of cricket we play. Yeah, the scoreboard yeah. pressure is Huge. so, so important. Mm. Yeah. And it yeah. can to us too. Like, I just can't I, believe that we would bowl first. Yeah. I will say, in, but in I think Wu's defence, we have been known to apply a little bit of pressure on him with, if we yeah, feel conditions are favourable. Mm. I, I think that day, and Michael, you checked the stats so you'd know, but I think we had a someone in, someone out um, set up. So it was like, oh, yeah. we'll bowl first this week so we've got yeah, yeah. Fig or whoever it was to bat the next week. Yeah, mm. fair enough. Yeah, I think it. I think it. Yeah, I think it was just looking at the uh, school card. Um, but anyway, Cameron, on to your questions. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you've got the grand total of zero to beat from us. <laughs> um, so good luck. Uh, Kentest uh, was sent in. They batted first. They got two hundred and fifty-four. Oh, who, who top scored for Kentest? Oh, I know this. Oh, oh, I'm just gonna say. Pagano. Hmm. Incorrect. Yeah, Jeff it's not. Salvador, 108. Oh, that's right. Oh. You hit the 100 off me, the bottom edge through, keep it on the chopped on. Yeah. 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 Oh, I've got him out this year. Suck shit. No. Oh, Sucked <laughs> in, my apologies. <laughs> Donuts there, Cam. Good start. None from one, Cameron. Yeah, that's um, right. So, yeah, so Kendis batted first, all bowled out for 254 of 66 overs. We were then required to bat. For a short amount of time, that particular... I got a duck oh, off about good. eight balls. If that's the question, <laughs> <laughs> I was off fifteen balls. Uh, oh, 15. Great, yeah. We finished the uh, we finished the day at two for six. Who else was out other than you? Oh. Um, opening batsman that was who am I batting with? I say Jamaican got out. Incorrect. P Worth was dismissed. Oh, um, that's not like um, so you and Worth both dismissed. So I remember that that game, Cam. You were you faced fifteen balls, and uh, all of us on the balcony were riding every single one. Uh, you were looking good. And yeah. LBW, LBW Pagano, Pagano and I was yeah. so out. I walked. I didn't even wait for Jeff to give me out. I just turned around, and started walking. Was yeah. plumb. Right arm around the wicket, hit me on the back leg. I was like, yeah, that's out. And then they all gave me <laughs> gave me a huge send off. Telling me I was the worst number three they'd ever seen. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive send-off. You know that, that fat bloke that stood at gully? He opened the batting and he was terrible. He's just uh, a yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the one giving it to me. Yeah. I and think, he, just as an aside, I think we should give more send-offs this year. We, we didn't do many last well, year. We were so trying to be the bigger people. But... That's right. And then there was that game against Barrow where they gave us all the send-offs and Jeff said, oh, you can give... number nine and number ten's a send-off. Like, and what are we you said, doing? I remember saying to Jeff, like, what the gives the deal? Like, they're doing it and they don't get in trouble. So, yeah. and he goes, oh, well, you know, if they do it twice and we tell them not to, then if they do it a third time. I'm like, so I can give... Two people to send off each week yeah. is what you're telling me. Well, we can do two each. Yeah. Two so, each. Yeah, but so I, don't think like, I don't think Jamaican likes it. Oh, well. Against certain, like, people, I get a bit certain people, I think Jamaican does. Yeah, yeah well. Uh, well uh, Pick yeah. your targets. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. right. All right. Yeah. Little, little, little cartel aside here. I think we can just work on our send-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay. All, right. All right. Michael, please. Continue. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, just, so I'm zero uh, from two. Zero from two. Final question. Path. 
pressure yeah. on this on this particular question. West Bend Hills were bowled out for 134 off 36 <laughs> overs. Great effort. Good score for us. Um, <laughs> that's above our average. Yeah, it <laughs> sure is. Who top scored for West Penn Hills? What the Ooh. hell? A game that West Penn Hills scored 134. Is this the yeah. same game? Can I get, can game. I get the, 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 same the game. number of runs that top scored? Yeah, go. No, I'm asking. Can you tell me? Oh, 53. This person wow. got seven fours, two sixes. So a bit of a power hitter. Oh, that's your clue. Okay. Wasn't me then. <laughs> uh, Alex Robertson. A. De Silva. Oh, three. Bold uh, Gandis, your stats from that game? Yeah. Um, you were caught by T. Lee bold S. Hodges for a golden duck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that vividly. Uh, well, clearly you don't. You got, no, you I do. no, 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 no. Well, I very clearly said it wasn't me when you said it was a power hitter. Yeah, you can't the You've redefined yourself, Gandis. You're more of a batsman now than a bowler. I'm a batting all round. That's true. That is actually true. Yeah. We should go to the Nets once COVID's off and, you know. Really, really start training early. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, Which this will be September. We were training. Yeah, we were. Remember, we would we do like an hour of exercise, then go back to the creature house and inhale about. Mm. Yeah, we'd watch the nights. We'd watch the nights. Yeah, mm. Mm. we should look into perfect. that. Yeah. Well, we can't, man. But... Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. just don't tell anyone. Just think about it again. Anyway, we'll move yeah. on. <laughs> anyway, I, I think we're almost uh, almost wrapped up for today. But Cam, is, is there any parting wisdom you want to uh, you want to leave us with? How was your time on the on the show today, Michael? Michael, it was great. It it really was. Um, and I've got a question here for you and Gandis. Mm. Um, is a you need to buzz in with your name? Very simple. Who hit the first six of is the it year? A competition? Oh, gas. Yeah, it was gas. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I have six, no idea. For us? Yeah, for us. First six of the year. Um, was it round one? It was the first game we played. Okay, round two. It was at Kentus. I can't remember who got runs that game. Um, it was quite a famous six for the years to come. Over the trees. Oh, over worse. the trees. Over the trees. <laughs> the worst. Well, I look forward to odd. doing it again. Yeah. That was. So that that, was that's. Well, that would be his highest score of the year, that game. I'd sure. say so, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Do you remember? There was a day, and I don't know if it was normal competition or a T20, but there was a day where he was intentionally trying to keep us from going back to the club. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, was like spring that carnival. wasn't this year. That wasn't this year. No? That, Are you sure? No, nah, that was I last you, That was oh, when the Giants made idea. their grand final. Oh, what a prick. I was it in was, Melbourne. It was, no, it was for this. It was the prelim final was starting at like four o'clock or something. And we rolled the other team for like 20, and then he batted out 17 overs, just blocking. What a freak. Yeah. Anyway. He is someone that needs runs this year. Yeah. For us to be successful. Michael already calling for the the head. No, I love saying this to Phil directly. I think that, um, you know, we we need to play tennis or whatever else to get his eye in to um, see him get runs. Because when he's scoring runs, we're we're playing well. And I think collectively as a bowling unit, we need. Phil has been playing tennis twice a week this season and didn't score runs. So I'd, I've been yeah. saying it for years, but I reckon maybe batting practice could be a good yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I am interested to see uh, Elmac. Yeah, Elmac this, mm. uh, this season. Now he's playing more golf. Oh, look, I, I tipped him last week. He's going to have a big season this year. Him and Preeti, I reckon, are the two big watchers in our team, batting-wise. Mm. Plenty of opportunity. It's going to yeah. happen. I'm confident. Yeah. And if it doesn't... Well, 
There's always next season. And Cam, we revealed exclusively on the podcast last week that uh, yes. Michael Gunn, yes. Gunn, <laughs> pew pew, <Wow>. is uh... <laughs> and and a massive congratulations to Michael Gunn, a premiership teammate of mine. Wow, oh. um, under fifteens, undefeated. Oh. In fact, we went so that is definitely well a done great. to Gunny, and I look forward to. I think Anders, you might even wear my baggy from that year. Oh. Oh, you wear my under 14 nice. premiership. I have many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, Gunny. Good batsman, very solid, which is exactly what we need. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think he'll bat through the year? His top order, I would assume. Uh, that's his... <laughs> if he's like... batting nine, he's come into bat nine, I think there's issues. Yeah, like, mm. I, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Right-handed in front of the stumps? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One of your best. Yeah. Well, on that note, Gannis, anything else for you before we... Uh... No, look, Michael, thank you once again for uh, your efforts in, in chairing the pod. Uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful to have Cam on. Um, he was... Look, we'll, we'll loop the listeners in. There was a little conjecture during the week of whether he was coming on as a guest or a guest host. Um, I think he's done a magnificent job. I think there's no reason why we can't have him on in, uh, in future episodes. But we'll mm. talk offline more about Cam's role. So we'll see the feedback to, to having fans, back on. Think, yeah. And it's going to be all about the feedback. As we yeah. said last week, we only look at positive feedback, so it, it bodes well for you, Cam. Mm. But, um, <laughs> you know, get in touch with us, Instagram, WPHCCCA1. Well, the I think as well, we, um, we need a mailbag segment for next week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right in, right mm. in. Yeah. yeah. So and I, and in. as I said, we're in late stage talks about sponsorships and things, so more on that front as well. Mm. See what we can do. Are you leading that, Gannis? Yes. Yep. Thank you. Oh, well, that's worrying. Leave it with me, Michael. I look forward to coming back to you next week with <laughs> Merchant Cash. <laughs> we have a strict Merchant Cash policy here. <laughs> Re-sponsorship. Re- we'll turn it into a vlog. And so make stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. From the company. Well, I'm currently, look, I won't give away anything, but I, I will say I'm currently looking at a cap that I will send through to you two privately. And I'm in late stage discussions with this company. I don't believe that for a second. I look, I don't think the listeners care either. Would probably, no, they do. They will. They will. We're going to get paid and it's going to be fed back into the, uh, overall production of the podcast. So look, stay tuned listeners more to come on that front. If you've made it this far, thanks for joining us, Michael. Well, that'll do us for today's episode, our second episode. Who would have thought we would get here? Thank you so much to everyone out there that is listening, that is subscribing, that is sending us feedback. We really, really do appreciate it. We appreciate the loyalty, and we hope we can repay you with some great episodes moving forward. How good was Cam today? He'll be a future third co-host. Make sure you get your feedback in on his performance. Now, I did mention at the start of the show that WPHCCCCC has an AGM on this Wednesday and will be there. Luke Gandis, Herzog, Cam Krang, McBrien, Michael Litcher, Richards will have a special podcast throughout the week dissecting the highlights, the lowlights, the impacts to your A1 grade side. So we hope you can join us when that drops later on this week. It'll be short, sharp, but it'll be to the point and it'll save you from going to the actual meeting. 
on behalf of Luke Gannis Herzog, Cameron Prang, McBrien, and myself, thank you so much for joining us again. We really appreciate it. Make sure you get your feedback in for the mail segment next week. And if you're lucky, we'll read out your letter live, live, live on air. But you know the drill. If you're not here sometime within the next week, you will need a note. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Richards signing off. Goodbye, God bless, good luck, and most importantly, good punting. <laughs>